This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This episode is brought to you by the Up House Balloons. Now you can buy commercial-grade helium balloons to lighten your load and possibly float you to your destination or somewhere within a 20-mile radius of it. Their motto is, if we can move a house, we can move a hiker. Check it up at UpHouseBalloons.com. Hey, 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 everybody. This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who thinks it's cool to burn Nalgene bottles in the fire, Carl Mandrioli. Uh, a 20-mile radius? Burn them in the fire. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. That's what the ranger said, so. Yeah. So 20-mile radius, huh? <laughs> that's, uh... Yeah, that's not good. It's not good. Duty. Probably, probably shouldn't buy that. No. With me today is Derek Somerville, a man who once tried to lighten his load by stuffing his pack with water balloons. Hmm. Hmm. That doesn't even make sense. No. Why? Uh, that's, like, that's I think heavier. you made that up because I, I use real balloons with helium. You think I made that up? Okay, yeah. Because most of most of these I haven't made up. These They're are, just these are genuine. Real. They're all real. Okay. Uh, this is going to be an interesting episode about lightening the pack. So I'm I'm actually curious to see what you came up with. Uh, yeah, you know, it was really fun recording the same room as you the last couple episodes. And uh, hmm. But I will say that I'm happy to have my soundproof room back and not to be in your house of echoes. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of voices in my house. And uh, no. <laughs> Hopefully uh, we have the problem remedied now. Um, but, yeah, we've uh, been working on that. We've been working. We've we've had some technical issues. Yeah, fun tech issues. New yeah. computers are, are being purchased and whatnot. So, computers plural. Wow. All right. You know, so somebody's. Um, we go all out over here. Doing well. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, this is top five ways to easily lighten your load, and so we're gonna bring up some things that we might have talked about before, mm. but not for a long time. This might be like season one stuff that mm. not everybody's familiar with. But it's right. gonna be a little bit different too because we're gonna rank right. them in like you know what should you do first all the way through fifth. But all these should be relatively easy. I think most on my list are pretty easy. How about you? Yeah, these are all doable. Okay. All doable. 
And mine are actually not very expensive. One could actually like, you know, depending upon how you do it, you could actually earn you money. That's Whoa. Weird. Yeah. That's that's that's, that's serious right there. Yeah. I mean, are you going to give me are you going to give me like shave your toothbrush handle off kind of stuff or are we talking like good stuff? What are we talking about today? I actually don't shave it. Do you shave it off? You just snap it off. Yeah, that's right. Or cut? Is that a- Yeah. That's fine. No, it's not that big of a deal. I, I keep it on. I don't think it's that big of a deal. But if you were to take it off, would you shave it yeah. like you just shave it like piece by piece off, or would you just like snap it or cut it off? I see you I see you whipping out a buck knife and whittling it. That's what I see you doing. And then using that pointy tip for your toothpick. That's not a bad idea. And the remaining part of the toothbrush could be art. It could, but you know, as discussed, you like to throw that in the fire. So Anything plastic, uh, you know, Carl <laughs> likes to try to make a little firework show. No, I'm just kidding. He doesn't do For that. For sure. Not really. Getting back to what I was saying before, though, I've got a couple things I want to talk about after after our lists are done. Right. First thing is there. I got some new information in this past week mm. that's kind of come to light about a prank that I pulled on you a while back. Oh, boy. That is, okay. yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of challenge you with it. So there's that. And okay. then over the course of, the, I don't know, the last year or so, maybe more than that, the uh, one of the items that keeps on kind of getting brought up either by you or we had uh, Mike from Northern California bring up was the Scrubba. Remember from the B&B radio? Scrubba. Yeah, we talked about I got that. a hold of one, man. So um, so I'm going to tell you about the Scrubba. Did you try it out? We're going to talk about I'm gonna it? Do a little, I'm going to do a little review. Nice. So, nice. yeah, got some information. And uh, they're actually really cool over there at that company. And we, um, I'll have a link in the show notes about that as well. So... Nice. Last thing. So I got, right. I got a third thing towards the end of the yeah. episode. This one is is kind of big time, too. Whoa. Okay. Okay. I'm buckling up. I got a hold of a customer service person from a particular company no. that's been controversial on no. our podcast. Okay. I don't want to say the name of the company, although mm-hmm. you'll quickly figure it out. And I had to do some, I'll kind of point this out again, but I had to do some editing because I didn't I didn't know if... We're supposed to release this as part of our episode, so you'll oh. know who I'm talking about, though. Questions will be answered, hopefully. Uh, well, you'll see. You'll see. This is this is worth the wait. Proverbs 22:7: The rich rules over the poor, and the borrower is a slave to the lender. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. Do you think the true moocher feels like a slave to the lender? No. No, absolutely not. Okay. No, I think the true moocher just uh, is is out for all he can get, you know. Yeah. Period. And I think the reason why is because they're not looking to repay, right? Right. The true moocher. There's there's casual moochers who will you know pay back, <laughs> but the true moocher. Right. Yeah. I'm sure that, that that this concept will appear on one of our lists. That's the connection. I I have no doubt. All right, so I was going to go in order, like my number one easy way to lighten your load all the way to number number five. Are you cool with that? Yeah, so you want to do least to greatest, right? Backwards order. My number one way is my greatest greatest way, my best best answer. Why do you want to go down the, you want to get worse? Uh, Yes. Well, they're not, they're all good. Mine are all awesome. Are yours, Eh, is yours good to bad? I kind of did it as like they gradually get better. Okay. Well, let's go. I mean, they're all we'll good. Kind of play could be any opposites then. Could be any order, whatever. You, all right. You go first. What's your first one? I'm gonna go. Okay. My my first one to get small or lighter, smaller. 
My first one to get lighter is pretty easy. Um, it's just to get a, a smaller pack, um, as we've talked about. If you get, if you have like right. the sixty-four liter pack, um, right. see if you can try to do like a forty-something liter pack, and just mm-hmm. or or change the frame as we've uh, you know talked about before, uh, getting a lighter frame or different type of frame could easily knock off a pound or maybe two. Um, I think my original pack was like close to five pounds. My original, oh yeah, it was a, it was a beast. Uncommon. So, right. So I think I'm at like two pounds now, and that is an easy way to get rid of some weight for sure. Your first answer actually reminded me that I should have set the ground rules for this episode, and I did not do that because we, we are already at odds. Um, what about that is easy? What, what part is easy? Getting a new, a different backpack. Yeah. Well. Um, well, Carl, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you plan on going lighter, I mean, you got to like budget your money and go buy a backpack or sell your old one on Craigslist like you do. You sell everything on Craigslist or try to go to a garage sale. Get a smaller, you know, there's, yeah. there's ways to do it. <laughs> I wanted a garage sale. You might. You might. Um, how about all the people from Illinois who apparently don't go backpacking there and it's like kind of a specialty group that, you know, they're not going to have access a garage sale. okay here's here's my point <laughs> about why this is i think i don't think it's a bad answer because no, it's not because it's not if we take the word easy out of it then i think you have some problems what what's so hard about getting a lighter backpack i don't, I don't understand go to rei because people take forever to shop for backpacks like this is time consuming to research then you got to argue with the guy at rei about how it's not a day pack but you can use his backpack like there's all sorts of parts of this process I mean, I looked online for 20 minutes, walked in the store yeah. in my backpack. It's not so, okay, so this is easy for you. I don't think it's easy for most people, including myself. Like, I take a long time to find a, a good backpack. But if you know you have a 60 to 80 pound pack, a monster, and you're like, mm-hmm. I want to go commit to trying a lower backpack in the 40, even 50 liter range, anything smaller. And then you go check out different types of frames and then see, okay. like, can I get my junk in this pack? Um,. I mean, I don't know. You can buy it at REI, try it out. They're going to let you return it within a year, right? So, If you have a monster pack or a really low-quality pack, then maybe you can make the case that really anything is better, right? So that's well, can't you easier. can't you go buy it, try it, walk around with your junk in it, and then see how you feel with it and compare it to your old one and then be like, you know Oh, what? yeah, for sure. Okay. None so, of that seems easy. That seems very time-consuming. That seems like I could do that in a day. I don't, I don't see what the okay. problem is. Well, I, I think our definitions, again, are different with the word easy. I mean, I got kids. I'm busy. Okay. I can make that. You know, you can order it on Amazon. It'll, they'll ship it to your house. Yeah, and that means you haven't tried it on at all. And so now you're starting at square one once Can you, you get return it. things easily from Amazon? Yes or no? Uh, you can return things easily, but then if you return it, then you got to buy a different one. you got to shop again. I'm gonna I'm gonna let this one pass and we'll see how the rest of your answers go. I know you mentioned this one before, and I, you're gonna let it pass. No, it's I don't. I think that this qualifies as a way to lighten your load. I think this is a good way to lighten yeah, your load, an easy especially way. with Get all the options now. All right. I just don't think it's an easy way to lighten your load. Fine. All right. Well, tit for tat. Right. So, tomato, tomato. Here's an easy way to lighten your load. Okay. My number one answer. This is your best answer already. You're going best first. This is my best oh, answer. Boy. Here we go. So it's downhill from here. Downhill from here. They're all good. They're all good. This is just the easiest. Maybe not my best the, answer. It's just the easiest. And now and it's not your best answer. Oh, jeez. You okay. are sassy. You're a little sassy today. <laughs> I mean, you say it's the best. <laughs> now it's not the best. Okay. So again, I've, I've mentioned this, I think, just once, but maybe I could be wrong. But this is all about Yeah. this is not going to cost you anything. Oh, boy. You simply carry less water. 
You find out where the yeah. next water source is by looking on the map, getting intel from people that are hiking in the opposite direction, and you should, you know, after you've gone on a few trips, you should know about how much water you consume based on, you know, incline, elevation gain, whatever, you know, how how hot it is outside, and just, you know, down the water when you're filtering, down a bottle, put some of that drink mix in there, and then just fill up one bottle assuming that you have a water source relatively close by assuming Um, a lot of hikes like literally hike next to water sources and so if you're carrying two liters of water as you're hiking next to water sources i get it you're going to save some time because you don't have to stop as fast or stop as often but it's going to add i mean two liters of you know extra liters adding two pounds that that is true it does add a lot of weight um but you know when you the only thing i see a a challenge for some people is, is to be like you know you're mentioning like you know once you figure out how much water you're drinking in relation to, you know, elevation gain and all this other stuff, not, I mean, is everybody paying attention to how much they're drinking? You know what I mean? Like, no, I think if, no, maybe you're right. They probably don't. So that way you, if you want to use this as a strategy, you will have to start paying attention to that for sure. You should, yeah, you should. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, But if your strategy is, I have a, you know, if that's your best answer, that's fine. It's my um, easiest answer. I'll your say easiest that. answer. Mine yeah. was similar to that. Was if it was like if you don't. My, one of my other ones is if you don't have, you know, the if you're not gonna like sit there and figure out how much water you drink and you're just gonna down bottles and just down water and fill it up and go. If that's your method and you don't want to like take the time, then maybe you do need to like downgrade to like a smaller type of bladder. Because I know I had like the big two liter bladder and I'm like this is right. this is just a hog. It's so heavy, and I think I downloaded to like a, mm-hmm. a liter and a half. I was like, "This is Ugh. this is way better already." Yeah, it's more doable for sure. So that uh, yep. yeah, I uh, I can get on board with that. I mean, if you're dedicated to like figuring out how much you're okay. drinking, then by all means, it's worked for me, and I have had a lighter pack as a result of that. So yeah, what's your number two? Well, I just gave you another water one, so that was okay. I guess another one. So I'll, I would just go along piggyback on yours um same answer just well it sounds like it's similar you're just simply downgrading your water capacity similar yeah just downgrading the size like if you it depends on what you want to do like if it's you want to commit to figuring out what you drink then great but to me it's like every trip is so different i don't know how much i'm gonna drink maybe i drink an average of whatever on one trip but do i drink more on another trip so if you just want to carry less, you want to make it easy. Okay. Downgrade Trying to the capacity. But, okay, so both of your answers have been yep. get a smaller size of something, right? So you're upset because it's not free. Is what you're saying? No, 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 no. No, this one, that one's actually relatively easy because you might. You could take your two liter and just fill it up like halfway or three quarters. Yeah, no, because I think right. no, I think that the the concept is if you downgrade the size, then you're not going to be tempted to overfill it, right? It well, that's that's my theory as well, right? But. If they're more disciplined than me. I would rather have an extra water bottle that I'm just choosing not to fill up than to like, oh, I'll just top this guy off. Yeah, I mean, I see that. But if you're not as... The reason why I was asking is because I'm, I'm curious if your third one is going to be like downgrade your shirt size. <laughs> like you wear a large, wear a medium. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> uh, All right. Speak, speaking of shirt size, uh, my next one is... We've talked about this a little bit, but we haven't gotten super specific. And so I'm going to get specific. This is rethink your wardrobe see so, maybe we should have gone this is similar to my next one but i want to see what you have to say go ahead no, no it's okay to have similar ones it's fine yeah okay we can we can share this one we can talk about this one together so here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna tell you what i bring specifically for clothes yeah. because i think this is where i shed the most weight compared to other people 
And then I'm gonna tell you what I think you bring for your clothes, and we'll see how close I am. Here we go, here we go. Starting at the top, I bring, so obviously, I'm not gonna count the clothes that I'm, that I'm wearing, but for, I'll bring an extra shirt. I will, br- so on the top, I'll bring an extra shirt. I'll br- I'm bringing the arm sleeves, the, the thermal arm sleeves from now on. This is the new, the new arm sleeves. Yeah, got and it. then I've got a pretty thin, pretty lightweight, waterproof, jacket it's actually like a it's meant for like a running jacket so it's intended to be super hmm. lightweight is that and that re- blue one you have right? yeah and that's yeah, it okay. i mean that's all unless i'm gonna go to okay. like an area that i know is either gonna be colder or higher elevation then i might bring mm-hmm. a thin fleece to layer up um mm. at night but on the top that's it on mm-hmm. the bottom i'm gonna bring i'm not bringing an extra pair of shorts i'll bring an extra pair of underwear and i'll bring some waterproof pants which actually work pretty well for keeping the the mosquitoes at bay off your legs anyway and I'm okay. bringing a second pair of socks. I am Ooh. not bringing any sort of camp shoes or flip flops. So mm. that, I mean, that is. Swim, it. What about swim trunks? You don't go in the water, right? No, and, and I would just wear my shorts in and just kind of like hike them dry. And assume, you know, I would only go in if it was warm anyway. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Here, here's what you bring. Okay, please. You bring, I'm, you bring at least one extra shirt. You bring yeah. a jacket, like a waterproof jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you bring. I don't think you bring like a fleece or any sort of sweatshirt thing. Um, no, I, I bring. A, I'll bring a little thin fleece for the camp. Yeah. Okay. And then you bring the zip-off pants. So you have like the shorts with the pant legs that zip off to kind of convert them. And you bring like six pairs of socks. <laughs> none cotton. Luxury. You bring Luxury. some pajama bottoms and a nightgown. No. A nightgown, really. We're going there. Uh, no, <laughs> you bring, no You bring camp shoes or slippers or flip-flops or something. Flip-flops. Yeah. I bring flip-flops. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I bring, oh, by the way, I bring a hat, um, sometimes like a super thin beanie. Mm, super thin, not just. No, no, no. It's not like your regular beanie. It is like ridiculous, like weighs less than an ounce. Like a, like a do-rag? You're talking about like a do-rag? Like a buff. You're saying like a buff. Incorrect. You're bringing a buff. It's weighs less than an I mean, ounce. Super thin. Less than an ounce. I mean, I don't know what are we talking about. Yeah, less than an ounce. Is that even providing you any sort of anything? Strangely, yes. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So, what what did I miss on yours? Uh, I bring. Well, so, okay. So my let me just go into my next one, and then we'll get to that. Okay. So my my next one is to remove extra bulky clothes. Not necessary bulky clothes, but extra bulky clothes. So. Who yeah? Who still has the lightest packs? Somehow, it's it's either me or you. And I so have the I'm lightest pack. Off, if I'm not bringing camera gear straight up. You're not you're not beating mm, me. We'll find out. So <laughs> I think I beat you in other areas than than you think. So no, no, you might be in other areas. I'm just saying, like, if we weigh our packs and I don't have to, and I'm not filming the trip, which will happen in April, I'm probably sub twenty. You might. Yeah, you might. You might yeah. finally beat me. That's fine. Um. So. There okay so for extra bulky clothes because there are people I'll bring the polyester pajama pants luxury item and I know it um, I'll bring a lightweight rain jacket I'll bring are you gonna repeat thin, we just went over this we, we yeah thin fleece there's nothing really else that you I'm trying to think of what else you missed Be- a beanie I don't really bring beanies okay because your hair is so thick and luxurious it's sufficient right it's it's like its own beanie yeah I mean I'll, <laughs> I might bring a hat maybe okay. I don't know everybody else is losing hair but me so. And Nolten. <laughs> but I will say... That's will, true. I will say um, we have people who bring multiple sets of long, like, pants 
and multiple outfits outfits on the trip. <laughs> um, I do not. E- I I'm, I don't even know if I. I think I just wear one pair of underwear for the entire trip, or and that's okay. it. So that's gross. That's disgusting. This is might be TMI disgusting. for the kids. I don't know. This is real life. Um. So so it yeah. Is. I think that. Yep. But outfit wise, yeah, just the extra shirt and maybe okay. trunks. That's it. Okay, so similar answer there. You know, I, I probably I definitely pack more clothes than you. My clothes okay. are a little bit more bulky than yours, but I know it. I can afford it, right? Uh, Weight wise, and uh, I enjoy it. Okay, this next one I don't think you have. This one is, we went into super detail on this about a year ago, but use the lightest shoes you can get away with. Okay, start by downgrading your shoes like in terms of weight by one. So if you have like heavy boots, maybe go with light hikers, like hikers go to trail runners and so on. If possible, if you need the extra support because you have ankle okay. issues or whatever, then do what you gotta do. I still think that some people are wearing boots that you know give you sufficient ankle support but are still way overkill. They don't need to be five pounds of boot, come on. But I mean, aren't you aren't you gambling a little bit though? Like, okay, let's say I have like, mm-hmm. a, light, like a light hiker and I'm like, you know, I wanna go lighter. Trail maybe runner. I go, what's next? Uh, cro- crocs. Like Crocs? That is incorrect. Like, what am I doing here? I saw somebody hiking in Crocs last year, though. <laughs> I know it happened. Well, we have one of our guys doesn't flip flops, right? So yeah, that's true. I'm afraid to do it because maybe I need to sample it on like a shorter distance. But like, I'm afraid to do it because I'm afraid of like pebbles in there, dirt in there, like just you know. If just, you added those like ankle gaiters to to prevent junk from getting in your shoe. I think that's still cheaper, or not cheaper, but lighter weight than wearing the full-on boot. So, yeah, if you want full detail on this, we did an episode that, um, I don't know if it got a ton of hits on it. It was uh, blisters and backpacking. We did it last December, and it went super detailed. I think, we, actually, that was one of our better episodes in terms of, like, actual information. But basically, here's my thought, is that a lot of people can downgrade their shoes, but people have multiple pairs of shoes, and you probably find a shoe that would work for you if you have to buy one, that's where it's not as easy. That's where my answer might not be as good for this one. But if you can sell off your boots, even use boots, sell on eBay, you can make some money. You're an eBay fanatic, and I appreciate that. Um, that's true. So, yeah. That's true. You're more dedicated than me. I'm dedicated. Yep. Uh, okay, my fourth one, or second one, whatever you want to call it, is um, <laughs> is to plan, is to plan out your food so that you have a little bit or close to none by the last day. Good luck. We have talked about this, you and I, multiple times. Uh, we over, we overdid right. it one year where we ran out of food, I think, a little too early, right, one year? Correct. But we, ha- I mean, you know, again, we have guys on the trip that will leave with, like, what, three pounds of food? <laughs> two pounds <laughs> yes. of food? Yes. I mean, it's it's out right. of control. So if you find yourself at the end of your trip regularly and you're like, man, I got a ton of food mm-hmm. still, then maybe you need to try to like ration out a little bit this more. This is, again, this is harder than um, it seems because every trip is different. It is, you know, it is. Your cal- caloric expenditure is going to be different based on elevation gain, weather, trail conditions, and so it's kind of mm-hmm. hard. You know, if you're going to different areas, it's hard to really predict, right? And and plus the weight of your pack is really going to force oh, you to yeah, exert, correct. exert correct. more than you think you will. Because I know yep. one year I really, I think it was the year we ran out early. And I was like, I'm going to try to like just get this perfect, right? And mm-hmm. I think on somewhere in the middle of the trip, I ran out of food early that day. And it was way before dinner. And I'm like, I felt lightheaded. I had to like lay down. I'm like, this is too much. We were going uphill. Right. I think I'm, you know, 
And I'm definitely okay, like, having a little bit of food at the end of the trip just to be safe, especially if there's, like, delays or something happens. Yeah. It's probably safe, but... Okay, so for this one, this one I agree. This is a great way to lighten your pack. This will actually save you money because you're buying less food. I don't think it's easy, though. I think this is actually one of the harder things to do. Well, I think it just takes a little bit of discipline or, or practice. I mean, it's... I think it's in the just a little bit. I bet there's a lot of people out there that have gone for years and they're still bringing extra food. And they're like, I thought I had this dialed in, and they're still have you know coming away with a pound or more of food. See, like I for me for you to do the water figure out thing was more like that's easier for you. That that would be annoying for me. Whereas this food thing, I'm like, okay. I want to dial this in. I'm willing. okay. I want to see then at at the end of the next trip, I want to see how much food you have that you had extra. I'm gonna go through your pack. There's no right or wrong. It's like if I have like a half a pound, then okay, great. Like I don't, but well, but yeah, that's your whole point is that is that you have had years of practice, so you're not going to have much left. Yeah, what's much? Like if I have two pounds to me, that's too much. Okay, so yeah, why don't you define what is an appropriate amount extra? Well, I think it's individual, but for me, I would say <laughs> if I have over, just give me an answer. If I got over two pounds, two pounds or over, that's too much. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll, you okay with it? You okay with it? We'll get the scale out. Pound and a half. Pound and a half. Okay. All right, my number four is uh, something that like surprisingly a lot of people struggle with, and I don't know why. But unless cooking is your thing, like you love the, the backcountry cooking, oh right, you shouldn't be bringing an array of pots, pans, and right. like metal grippers and all sorts of stuff. Right. So this is simply just not, you know like dial this down. Like if all you're doing is boiling water, and you know like do you really need to bring all that junk? Like at this point. I don't think most people need to bring that metal gripper thing, right? <laughs> I mean, I see where you're going with that. Like, would you say this is especially... Oh, well, let me ask you, because I haven't done a long trail. You've done, like, some long trails. Would you? Would it be a morale booster if you could cook a meal on a long trail? But then again, it's like, you got to bring all that junk with you? Or can you have it, like, at a pickup spot and then drop it off at another pickup spot? Or I mean, you could. I, I've, I've definitely been the person to bring all this stuff if I'm going, you know, a little luxury mode, but... Yeah. If, again, if and that and that was because on that trip, cooking was my thing. I was like, I am committed to cooking. But a lot of people are just bringing all sorts of things just to have them, just in case they need them. Yeah. Um, sometimes some of those freeze dried meals, like I think it's a scrambled eggs, require that you rehydrate and then like pan fry them, which is oh, wow. one too many steps for dehydrated yeah. food, in my opinion. No. Yeah. And and really, I, I think I'm probably most offended by the metal gripper thing because a lot of those pans have you know like the foldable like rubber handles that are nicer to, to hold and i think that i think there's been more spills with the rub, with the metal gripper thing than mm. anything else like it slips out yeah or like the yeah the pot drops right. or something right. it's like you think you're gripping it tightly but it's not latched on correctly right maybe i'll bring one so, next trip just to see don't bring the metal gripper thing i'm gonna bring like two and just really okay drive you nuts no, I wouldn't do that. That will drive me nuts. Uh, my last one is kind of a fun one. It's uh, to take the the Derek challenge. Take the Derek challenge <laughs> and take a trip with just the fanny pack on the top of your oh pack. I mean, that's ultimate lightweight. If I can do it, like, see if you can fit everything into a fanny. If pack. If I can do it, they can do it. You know, like, if, did you know that I looked into that one year? I'll bet you did. Because they have those like really large lumbar packs, and I thought, man, if I oh, could, that's right, they do like string a sleeping bag to the outside and pack everything on the inside, and make Derek carry all the group gear, then I could probably get away with make it. Make Derek carry, all the gear. yeah, okay, all right, yeah. I didn't do it that way. I think you're not ready for that step yet. I mean, obviously, I got away with it because <laughs> uh, I can, but you'll get there. I don't think most people are. Well, 
I, I, I bet you there's some extremists that could do it. Minimalists that can get away with it for sure. Yeah. I think I speak for everyone when I say that is definitely your, your best answer. I don't know if that's everyone, but that's okay. Is it better than my number five? We're going to find out. I've got a food one. Uh, this one is the cheapest way to go, go. save you some money, and this will reduce your pack weight by pounds, depending on- Pat, upon- you're going to fast. Are you going to fast? Uh, close. Okay. <laughs> just don't bring any food. Borrow from That's- the excess of others. So just ultimate mooch. We talked about this. We've talked about doing this one year where we just eat from the extra poundage that people are bringing, and I've never had the guts to do it, but I'm suggesting other people, other people do it. I, I don't- I don't know if I would though, because now I'm depending on their food selection to get me through my trip. Yeah. I don't know if I want their foods. Like I've seen the food selection. Right. They got the extra food, but sometimes I'm like, do I want like a quarter pound of that block of cheese? <laughs> do I want, you know, a quarter of that jar of honey? You're kind of a food snob, right? You know, not a food snob. I just I don't know if it would sit well with me. Everything, that. almost everything that people have brought, <laughs> I, I, I kind of want. I, I, you know, like the grass is greener with the food. I'm like, oh, I'd rather have that with the one I have. <laughs> mm. Are you kind of like a garbage disposal? Then, <laughs> no, there's except for okay. <laughs> except for you know, because I didn't see you. I didn't see you reaching out for my vegan mushroom risotto. I didn't um, see you reaching out for that. That's so. true. Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm probably more picky on the freeze dried stuff, to be honest. Yeah, that makes sense. But I, last year when we had our guy Nate just decided to go just desserts for the trip and um, (laughs) and he included stuff that should have been refrigerated and it was just left out (laughs) and was curdling I I was not tempted there (laughs) it was a hard no for me it was a hard no yeah hard no no thank you I do not want to share in that but thank you for the offer I will you know I will give him props for just going for it though that's I don't think yeah no I think it's good when you if you can fast on one trip and then not learn your lesson and then go just desserts a couple years later. I think that's that's wisdom at its finest, right? Some people need to have that good, like, literal slap in the face. And uh, then they still don't get it. And then they do it again. Right. So. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to rate your, I'm going to give you like a B minus on your list. I'm going to give you like a C plus. C plus? Uh, it's just kind of a, uh, you know, like an overall ho-hum, you know, list. You know, I mean, it was just. I mean, I'm, I'm going to count my water intake? I mean, like, really? I don't know. So I, I, I docked you a few points for that. Sounds like you don't want a lighter pack. That's fine. Oh, I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gave you some strategies, and we'll see who's lighter this year. We will. Good luck. Okay. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> okay, so uh, before we jump into trivia, I got a couple things. Yeah. First one is that we got a hold of a scrubber. Yes. And we've... Talk, we, like I said, we talked about it a couple times on the podcast. We didn't yes. really know what it was, and so it was right. cool to get a hold of one and check it out. I think this is pretty legit, Like depending upon your style of not only backpacking, but really traveling. So it's it's kind of like right. a dry bag, but better. It's It's got, Ooh. it's like first of all, it's lighter weight. Um, yeah. It has actually like an internal washboard, so huh. it's like easier to, to scrub other clothes, so to speak. Wow, it's hilarious. It's got, yeah. Um, yeah. I think... Do you think they fashioned that after me, the internal washboard? Um, for, well, I think if they're going for like what's the opposite, then yeah. The opposite. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Witty. Sometimes the simple ones are the best. You know? uh, they have <laughs> they have an air vent valve, which obviously like you know your dry bag or if you're doing using some other container wouldn't have to to let out excess right. air. Easier to to scrub stuff down, so that's cool. So it it weighs in 
at around four ounces ish. Four ounces ish. Doesn't count the soap, so you got to account for the soap, right. obviously. And so, four ounces a quarter pound. Is that worth bringing on a backpacking trip? Is a question. If you wash your clothes a lot, probably. Yeah, so probably not for some of the trips that we take, like the four and five day trips. Um, yeah. Maybe like under a week, probably not. But if you nah. are a through hiker or plan to be a through hiker and you want to have fresh clothes in the remote backcountry, I think this is a possibility. Right. I don't know. Like, you haven't been on a through hike. Would you? Yeah. Or like, how, you know, you mentioned you're not going to change your underwear. So, how fresh do you want to be? I think you're... I would bring it, actually. I think okay. if I was on a through hike, I know I wouldn't bring that many clothes. So, right. if I brought a couple outfits and then just wash one. Every now and then, I think. That yeah, would that's be true. If you count for how many clothes it might save you, if you can, yeah, you definitely have to have a change of clothes so that right. you can let let those dry right. and just like strap them to your pack. My yeah. strategy on my last year hike was just to like wring out my clothes, and I, I don't know how fresh I smelled, so you know. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I think if you that's... want to smell fresh, this is an option. Um, but I think it's good. I think this could be good for like road trips or like really any excursions where like you're going to some place remote or you're going to be on the go the whole time. I was thinking. Mm. You know, some even like on, on like an extended mission trip where maybe you don't have access to, to a washing yeah. machine. Yeah. So there's there's definitely a market for this, and um, I didn't know this, but yeah. it's in you know like your out a lot of your outdoor stores and obviously online. All right. Okay. So like something that. to think about if you. I'm gonna ponder that. Want to smell fresh and nice and have clean clothes, especially when you're just. Out I mean, what's your mentality with the whole like I'm gonna wring out my clothes and let them dry. Like, are you like squeezing out the dirt and the stink, or like, you know, what, what are we talking about? Oh my goodness! Some of those trails that we've been on, especially the Sears, are really dusty, and so yeah, I'm literally wringing out the dirt. Correct. Yeah, that that I can see, but do you think the stink goes with it? Is my question. That you'd have to ask somebody else because I think when you're out there long enough, don't you kind of get used to the stink? I think you do. I think you do. Yeah, I think you become immune to it. It's kind of like when you put on like cologne and. And then you don't smell it anymore, and then other people, and then you start putting on more of it, and then people are like, whoa, a little too much. So I think you can kind of... Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. I honestly don't feel like I smell any of you guys that much right. on the trail. Right. You know? Well, be, so. yeah, and again, this would be if you're, I would say like six or more days, this might be something up your alley. Yeah, more, more potent. Sure. And just really any, anything remote, any sort of remote trip you want something on the go, it's pretty easy. Like I said, I've got the link in the show description. Right. Kind of get, kind of gives you a rundown for how to use it. Yeah. And it's kind of a fun little video, yeah. actually. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to go, I'm gonna go uh, for, for people that want to be clean and fresh, cleaner than Derek, maybe they bring more than one pair of underwear, mm, thumbs up. Right. So now I've got for you a phone call yeah. that I made this oh, week. Boy. And... I'm intentionally not saying the name brand of the product, but I think everybody that's listening to the show will know what it is. It's it's, it's referred to. It's pretty clear right. what it is. Controversial item. Yep. Can't get away from it. Finally got a hold yes. of customer yes. service. And and let me tell you, the guy that I got a hold of, like, I got more than I bargained for. This guy was like he knew his stuff basically. So before are you are you able to tell us like overall rating of this phone call in your opinion like 10 being amazing, 1 being horrible. Well, it depends oh. on I guess what the goal is. Is the goal to to win? <laughs> win the <laughs> argument that this to be know, right or? that the value of this item is not as high as I want it to be. Um, okay. I would say if I was rating it that way, I, th- I think that um, he probably won, to be honest. <laughs> really? Wow. Uh, but in terms of like entertainment value and like how fun the conversation was, I'm going to go 10 on that one. 
Hello, this is Eric from Customer Service. How can I help you? Uh, hey, Eric, this is Carl from the Backpacking and Blisters podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thank you. What can I help you with today? Well, first off, do you have the ability to answer questions on behalf of your company? Because I'm actually recording this and thinking about inserting this into one of our podcast episodes. I think so. Uh, let's just uh, see where the conversation leads us, sir. Okay, so so your product is actually been kind of kind of controversial in our podcast because um you know not everybody's basically on board the product and so i just had some questions it's like full disclosure this is not i'm just not a fan i'm sorry but you know what like you guys have a successful company so what do you think it is that enables your company to turn shirt sleeves into a very loyal customer base uh first of all it is not a shirt sleeve it's a gator and everybody loves a gator not everybody loves a shirt sleeve <laughs> Yeah, I guess, sorry, I guess I call it a shirt sleeve because it, like, I've actually made my own where I've cut old shirt sleeves off of old shirts and then used it in similar fashion. Um, well, everyone is uh, obligated to their own opinion, and uh, I see where you're going from that. But you could also look at that as uh, one-fourth of your shirt sleeve would be an armpit. So if you think of a gator, there is no armpit of a gator. So I think our customers would love the fact that they are breathing through a gator rather than an armpit. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Do you, okay, so here's my theory on, on the whole neck gator thing. Don't you think that, like your company kind of just started with a couple of guys making shirts and they had some extra scraps laying around and one guy might have said the other like i think we can sell these and you are welcome to uh, check out our website and we have quite a bit of detail on the history of uh the gators that we sell and you will find that you may not be very far off on your um, ideas of the beginning of our company sir is that true absolutely i'm gonna say uh point for the podcast in that one then so Okay, one thing I noticed on your website, speaking of your website, is that you have one item that like magically repels insects. Is that correct? Uh, we do not use the word magic. We uh, believe more in science than we do in magic, but yes. Okay, so did you follow the scientific method to determine if there were actually like fewer insect bites on somebody who might use that? Uh, absolutely, sir. We are completely based in science, and I can give you a quick rundown on our research and development team if you uh, have the time. <laughs> so, so you know how they, they tested this? Uh, yes, sir. I am customer service, and I am here for our customers. So we uh, start out with a, a problem, and our problem was that we already had this amazing product, but we wanted our product to be better. So we figured what else could we do than to make a bug repellent gator, not just your everyday gator. We went through our research. We have a full team of researchers who have researched extensively insects from across the, the globe. And we have found that we can successfully create our gators to repel insects while being environmentally friendly. Our experiments have been set up completely under controlled circumstances, we've collected our data, which once again, if you check out our website, you can see a complete rundown of our data that we have collected. And we also are starting to look at what we can do with our gator. If we can repel insects, there may be some other larger animals that we may be able to repel as well. We're just not ready to disclose that information yet. Are you serious? So you think that you can repel like I don't know which larger animals you're referring to, <laughs> um, but are, are you suggesting maybe like a predator kind of animal? Unfortunately, at this point in time, we have um, some very exciting 
research in the works, but I am not at liberty to discuss that quite at this time. I I apologize. Don't worry. I'm sure that I will discuss this with my co-host. Uh, wow. All right. It says you can wear these things 12 different ways, 12, 12 different ways. Um, so I was trying to brainstorm like the different possible ways you could wear this thing is one of the ways as a shirt sleeve for a tank top for tank top wearers. Uh, yes, I would believe that would probably actually make 13 different ways that we could use our gators, but keep in mind, sir, not everybody (laughs) can pull off a tank top. So many people still need their sleeves. Where do I get a gator now? I mean, I'm sold on the gator. No, that was, uh. That was insane. Uh, he did not back down from you whatsoever, and uh, he had he had some like legit, you know, pre-planned uh, answers because I think he's probably dealt with people. I'm going to use the term "of your kind" before. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. It definitely sounded like he was ready for my questions. Oh yeah, for sure. He was. He yeah. was lining up. Yeah. So I'm not the first one to bring up these concerns. No, Would you agree no with way. That? No okay. way. So I'm not alone. I'm not alone in this, my friend. He seemed way too casual in his responses. Like com- he was very confident. Like, I would say if you had to like rank customer service agents, he's probably like he's got to be like top five, right? He was up there to handle your yeah. spiel of ridiculousity, and then it, it like almost made me like, well, maybe I'll maybe I will go buy a gator. I mean, I can repel <laughs> larger animals. Were my now? questions unreasonable. I mean, well, I mean. No, they weren't unreasonable. Okay. I mean, but uh, I, and I didn't get. I I asked more. I didn't. I had to edit it down for time and right. and yeah, tried to avoid the usage of the brand name. And I think the one thing he doesn't get is he's like, you know, our, you know, I think a lot of Gator people would love to have ventilation through the arm, or was it the armpit or something like that? Yeah. Um. You know. But then it, he said he didn't. He didn't want people to breathe. He said people don't want to breathe through the armpit. Right. So, but again, um, and then you're talking about the insects, right? So my thought was like, hey, um, I don't know if he's aware that your used, dirty, probably super smelly sleeves will easily repel insects. Um, (laughs) No problem. So I don't think just, you know, wear it for Um, a couple weeks and then you get your own repellent, really. Correct. So That's actually not a bad argument. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Okay. You should have been like, hey. Have you smelled my bo? Like, because I can repel <laughs> all kinds of things. You, yeah, you need to get on this phone conversation next. I don't know how to do a three-way phone conversation, but we can try it some, yeah, some way. I mean, I know how to do a three-way phone conversation. I don't know how to record it though. Oh, we'll figure yeah. it out. But um, yeah, okay. So let, okay, dude, that was solid. Come on, that was come solid. on. He's talking about that it's gonna his item, his product in the future may be able to repel animals, possibly predatory animals. Come on. All right. True, true question. Are you more likely to repel like a cougar or a mountain lion with those gators, or are you more likely to see a Sasquatch? What's the what's the answer? <laughs> what's the answer? You already know my answer in on that one. <laughs> but I think that yeah, I think that's where maybe some credibility is lost with that company. I mean, maybe there's a certain Carl. They're based in science. Science. Apparently so. You know. Yeah. So believable, right? Believable. Maybe, maybe they have like a little speaker in them and they like growl at the animals. You're like, <laughs> you know, they have some sort of sound that is not appealing to animals. Or is there like a bear spray button on there? I don't know. Maybe. Oh my gosh. A bear spray button. That's <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, okay. So, so yeah, I might want to call him back when like, you know, I'll, I'll compile another list of questions. Cause, yeah. Cause he was a fun person to talk to. That was funny. 
Is it time for trivia? Uh, yeah, I am ready for trivia, and uh, we have a special trivia today, and we're going to hear all about that right after this. So we have a donated trivia, Carl, from one of our listeners, uh, from Matt from Massachusetts, just oh, yeah. e- emailed us some trivia, and I'm going to implement that. This was awesome. So I, This was like unsolicited. He just was like, here's some trivia if you ever want to use it. He just did it. And I was like, Derek struggles with trivia. I'll send it his way. <laughs> <laughs> Derek struggles. I was like, free free questions? Done. Yeah. These are actually really good, though. So we got four questions, a couple true-false. We have a couple multiple choice. Okay. Uh, let's see how you do. I don't think you've really dug into these, so sh- this, should be, this should be good. Okay. Uh, first question, true or false? Uh, you should run around and work up a good sweat before crawling into your sleeping bag to stay warm all mm. night long. Mm. I know people that do actually try to get themselves warm if they're freezing, but not to the point right. of sweating. I would say false on that mm. one. Wow. Nailed it. Okay. False. The sweat will reduce the insulation and efficiency and obviously get you colder. Right. It's a standard practice for, uh, you know. Especially for like, a, you know, with a down bag and. Yeah. You know, when you're talked about being too smelly and that's another way to get smelly and get your stuff smelly. That's very true. Yeah. Very true. Uh, number two. Uh, how okay? This isn't true, false. I just want to see if you can answer this. Uh, okay. How can you prevent your Nalgene cap from freezing shut on a winter trip? Oh, dude, any, are you serious? Any Number one about? way is don't bring the Nalgene. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> see, I'm gonna give you a point for that. Don't bring a Nalgene. Do you? Okay, let me ask you this question: Should I call Nalgene customer service next? Yes. Because okay. I want to know what they think of the durability of that cap. Sure, the bottle's <laughs> super tough. I will challenge them and then probably get my hat handed to me like I just did with Eric from customer service. So we'll see. What Tell happens. me how the bottle cap little arm thing mm-hmm. is is super, you know, everything proof. The leash? Yeah. Okay. To answer your question, I think, I think well, there's a couple ways. Uh, they definitely have like these insulator sleeves you can use. Which will, you know, which kind of just keeps the whole thing insulated, and so it's not going like, to melt, melt. You can honestly yep. keep it like a like a koozie, if you will. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you can keep it closer to your body. You can keep it in the middle of your pack. Um, you can turn it upside down because the ice will flip can, to the top, and then the water, whatever remaining water, will be on the bottom. There you go. So okay, yeah. Okay. Did you uh, read ahead on that? That's a good one. Now he his answer was stored upside down, so the water on the bottom will be frozen last. Okay. So all good answers. Two points for you. Okay. That's a lot. I will take it. You haven't it. really got started this strong in a while, so I'm excited. <laughs> uh, multiple choice question. Which of these should you store in your first aid kit, Carl? Okay. Which will help you to protect your skin from frostbite and wind burn? These are all it, like cold weather type questions, right? So far. Yeah. What should you put in your pack to help you like protect your skin from wind burn, frostbite? Should it, should it be chalk? Should it be Vaseline? <laughs> should it be should it be Vaseline? Uh, charcoal, uh, peanut butter, or plain yogurt? Which I would one? not use peanut butter, but I think that could actually work. Don't you think? Like it's got the. Fat. I think it might actually. Work. I was thinking <laughs> I about that. No, I don't want to slather myself with peanut butter, and it would smell good, especially around so. dogs. That'd be really bad. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'd go with the. Oh man, like. I guess I'd go with Vaseline. I don't know that, and I'm not an experienced winter backpacker, but so I can't see myself bringing the Vaseline, but I guess it's an emergency thing. Mm. I, I'm surprised it took you that long to answer that. I, yeah, Vaseline, yeah. easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. yeah. 
Okay. Uh, you, you know, whatever. whatever. Uh, next, last question we have is multiple choice. There are there are ways that you can safely boost the temperature rating of your sleeping bag, Carl. Okay. Uh, how do you do that? Do you wrap yourself in aluminum foil? <laughs> do you use a sleeping bag liner? Okay. And he said, quote, I hope this is Derek's answer. <laughs> do you cover your body in hand warmers and duct tape? Or do you place stones from your fire in the foot box of your sleeping bag? Oh, my gosh. Those all would work. They would dest- Some of them would destroy your sleeping bag with the stones and stuff, but technically work at least in the short term. Hand warmers and, uh, and duct tape would be good, yeah? It would, yeah. I mean, they'd work temporarily. Like, you know, those hand warmers can, you know, you put them all over the place. Those are all ways to work. I don't know that they're all wise ways yeah. to work. The liner is, you know, like an extra layer of insulation, so that's going to work. I mean, you know how to really boost your uh, that, that his answer that he wanted me to answer is not my answer. Sorry, it is okay. not. Well, the, I'm gonna say, what about what about peanut butter? If you slide peanut butter all over the inside, I think that's that's back. definitely you could add that as E. You know, the fifth answer. Okay. Uh, mine was just right. to uh, bring some sweet polyester warm pajama pants. I mean, that's how I would insulate. <laughs> that's how I get warm. So. That'd be my answer. I don't know. Yeah. All right. What, what was the right answer? I think I I forget what the first one. I'm guessing around. Well, he didn't really say. So it's, oh, the aluminum foil? Think? I'm guessing foil. Like I would do an emergency blanket. That, I that think really work. all these have a have legitimacy. I don't know if I'd put direct right. stones in my sleeping bag, but no. we've talked about like you know heating up your Nalgene and throwing it in your sleeping bag or something like right. that. So that's an option. Temporary too. solution, yeah. Yeah. You can do you can do the the hot stones and like bury them under your mm, wherever you're sleeping yep. to make the ground warmer. Yeah. You know, you know it's you know it's warmer is the uh, peat moss. Pretty warm, not gonna lie. <laughs> Old man's beard, peat okay. moss. Yeah, not in a winter trip though. Not if it's covered in snow, my friend. I'm gonna give you three point seven five out of four on that. That's pretty okay. Good. I sure. will accept, and I think actually Matt might be on a future episode we have coming up. He's he's yeah. a guy that's got an excellent sense of humor and um he's generated some content for us he actually we had a whole bonus episode based on some of his stuff so he's we did. like unsolicited providing us with some good info and ideas so thank you sir yeah thanks for your creativity that was fun yeah. uh much appreciated uh, anything else? you got some tidbits for us i got two okay so the first one yeah, i re- referenced at the beginning of the episode about kind of a, a prank that i'd pulled on you that didn't go as well as i thought it went so i'm gonna i'm gonna allow you to clarify this all right Oh boy, here we go. It's this is not an indictment on you. This is more <laughs> This is more of an indictment on the Debatable. rest of our group, to be honest. Um Is this about the uh rock and the pack? Yeah. Deal? Yeah. So yeah, I okay. in a previous episode I, I kinda went to the extreme with telling you how challenging and difficult and difficult it was to keep this a secret until you watch the video. Right. And maybe you watching the video is not the best reveal for it, but I just thought it'd be funny for you to find out on your own. Yeah. Apparently yeah. Somebody still told you that I did that from our group before mm. you watched the video. Is that correct? They confessed. Did they confess? Well, here's here's how they said it went down. I'm not going to name any names. But they said that okay. they wanted to talk to you about it, even though I texted everybody said, do not talk to Derek about this until he's watched the video. And I should have said, <laughs> I will let everybody know when he's watched the video. You should have. You definitely should have. I should have said that. I, like, I don't think I needed to say that. I, I should have, and I realize I need to be like, overly specific yeah and and what you're saying is gonna prove my point go ahead but you're proving yeah, my here's, point tell me if i'm wrong here's how the conversation went with this guy yeah. he said derek have you watched the video and you said yes 
And so then he said something like, well, what did you think about Carl putting the rock in your pack? And you're like, wait, what? Oh, I haven't watched the whole video. I, yeah, I told him I watched the first half. <laughs> I was going to watch the second half yeah. later. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Oh, that was great. Is, yeah. That was so great. I still don't know that if somebody asks you have, like if you've seen a movie and you've only seen half the movie, you haven't really seen the movie, right? Well, he interjected before I could finish. Okay. That, that was the problem. I wasn't there. So I don't know. I was like, yeah. And then he's like, oh, well, did you see it? And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, I've only seen half, though. Okay. So, so yeah, I've seen it. I'm going to say that that prank was a failure. Complete failure. You know, I, I don't, I would change your mentality, though. And I think you're proving why. Because I would look at that prank as more of like a, a pretty good accomplishment personally for you that you got that far with our group of guys and that deep into it. And it almost made it all the way through until somebody just accidentally said something. That I'm was pretty, pretty impressive. Okay. I like your optimism, and I'm pretty optimistic myself. But I, to the level of micromanagement that I went for this one, and to have it still not work is pretty discouraging. It was no, it's, it's it was so in depth though. I mean, you, you there's so many moving parts there for multiple. I'm deleting YouTube comments. Yeah. I'm reprimanding people through email and on text for implying things. I'm having private text conversations telling people not to say anything. I'm surprised. Still didn't work. Here's what I'm surprised. I'm surprised you weren't like hounding me to watch the video. Like, hey, yeah, yeah, really. Can you just give me like a quick, you know, like. Yeah, but then I, yeah, that's a giveaway. If I, if you're like, okay, why do we want me to watch the video so bad? I wouldn't even, I wouldn't have known that though. I wouldn't have thought of that though. It's a, it's a giveaway. I guess. So, All right. Well. I, th- I still think I can prank you. I'll, I'll think of something else. Don't worry. But, uh, <laughs> I'm not. Trust me. You'll come up with something. <laughs> We've got uh, to end things. We've got a Rocky MP3. We haven't heard from him in a few weeks. So um, he he had he sent this to me a while ago, but he had a reaction to one of our better episodes this season. That was the one with uh, Sonia Wick from the Eco Challenge, the world's yes. toughest race. And so here's what he had to say. Yo, B&B, it's Rock. What's going on, everybody? I had to listen to the Sonia Wick interview again. I believe it's episode 118. Um, Sonia, that was an incredible incredible interview um it was awesome hearing about the eco challenge it was i I don't know how you and your team and all those other teams did it completed it even got halfway through or even got through the first day it's that's insane i thought the best part of that interview though was when you said you won an iron man i believe kona challenge like one of the most prestigious ones in the entire world no you didn't win you got second place excuse me um and then you said you woke up the next day and felt empty I thought that was awesome that you shared that. Not that you, it's not awesome that you woke up and felt empty, but I thought that was awesome that you shared that because everybody can relate. I can relate to it. And then you talked about uh, how you made a training facility and a you know business that uh, I guess it, it ended up going south according to what you said. Um, but you were you realized that you were just training other people to do what you were doing, and that your whole purpose in life was to beat the next guy or the next girl, you know, in whatever race you were in. And that's so true too. That's human nature. I just I thought those were great insightful points. And I just I, I wanted to say that I've had that feeling of waking up feeling empty. And I just wanted to share with the whole B&B thing, uh, whole B&B uh, crew out there that, uh, you know, anything you do, backpacking, whatever, if you put your identity in anything other than one person, one person, and that is Jesus Christ, you're going to wake up the next day feeling empty or feeling like you need more. When you know Jesus, when you make your peace with him, when you give him your life and put your faith in him alone and in what he did for you on the cross, 
you will wake up the next day and you will feel full if you've really truly done that, giving your life to Jesus Christ. And Sonia, I hope you do that. And all the B&B crew, I hope you do that. And I know I kind of, you know, kind of started with the Sonia Wick interview and went right to Jesus. That's my way. I'm kind of a bull in the china shop. I think there's a lot of people whose foundations in life, whose identities in their life are absolutely crumbling, who are probably waking up the next morning feeling empty. And I don't want that for any of you. I want every one of you to wake up the next morning feeling full, fullness of joy. And you can only get that in Christ. I pray your all of your identities is in Jesus Christ. And I was out of breath. Now I'm emotional. <laughs> Dude, I need to go talk to Gimli. Have him punch me in the face. And by the way, I'm saying this too because when we go to heaven, I don't know what's going to be there, but if there's backpacking in heaven, I do plan on asking Jesus to lead us on a one billion mile backpacking trip. And I hope all y'all are with me and that we can be and be through the billion miles with Jesus leading the charge. All right, I'm going to go find Gimli so, again, he can punch me in the face. Rock always bringing it home with some beauty. I love it. Thank you, Rock. Always appreciated. Um, guys, that will wrap it up for us. We hope you enjoyed. Uh, and remember, guys, uh, Carl thinks a lighter pack is just simply moving down from the gallon Ziploc bag to the sandwich-sized Ziploc bag, and your pack will be lighter. I, I think he's, uh, you know, something to talk about there. So we'll see you guys next time. Have a good one. I want to fly around the world. So yeah, there's a there's a little something here. I mean, you know, Carl Carl says, you know, what can I do? One time on a trip, he comes up to me, he's like, "What can I do to lighten my pack?" This is after the trip, and I was like, "Well, you want me to tell you like some obvious things or some like real things?" He's like. No, we're good, we're good friends. Tell me something real. I was like, all right. I said, you know what you can pack, not pack is don't pack your fear of losing to me at all these games. It's really weighing you down. And all I saw was a single tear roll down his cheek. <laughs>